Welcome to At The Root with Greg Kuiper. Greg is a psychotherapist and holistic life coach. His practice is Kuiper Counseling. Through his professional practice and personal experiences, Greg knows that without connection with ourselves, connection with others is near impossible because emotional connection is at the root of healthy living. If you have a question or comment, feel free to call into the show. The number is 425-373-5527, or you can go to KuiperCounseling.com. You can also check out Greg's YouTube channel, Connection Through Awareness with Greg Kuiper. And of course, you can also email Greg at connectionthroughawareness at gmail.com. Hello, Greg. Hello, Stacy. How are you? I'm well today. Good. Doing well. My intention is to have a good show today. But I I think we've that we've been talking about intentions, right? Yes. And I think that we can do that because I do too. I think the positivity of experiencing that and sharing it with others. There you go. See, I pay attention. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about intentions and it would, with awareness and setting those so that, you know, we have a better chance of programming our day positively, right? Every, mm-hmm. or pro- programming our life. Positively, you know, we've been we talked about how important setting it is, an intention is for moving through those daily lives without, uh, well, with less emotional and cognitive reactions, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's that's what gets us in trouble a lot of times is reactive behavior or words we use, and and it, this allows us to you know, our true selves to be in control of our words and actions, right, in a conscious manner rather than the unconscious reactions and then, oh, my, what did I say, what did I do, backtracking, right? Uh Yeah. So, you know, we talked about the experiences we have in our minds at any moment, sensations, thoughts, emotions. They all direct our brain in its job of creating neural pathways networks. Whatever those experiences, right? They are they are all becoming part of the neural map, if you will. And the map points the way to somewhere. So where do we want that somewhere to be? The hell of depression, anxiety, suffering, hate, anger, or the heaven of peace, bliss, understanding, Love, compassion, all of those. You know, whatever we put in is what we get back. We can, without a doubt, choose the destination by choosing what we put in. Most of us for our entire lives have let our autopilot functioning decide what to add to the map, right? It just, Mm -hmm. every day. I used the example of... uh you know, GPS or Waze or whatever it is, and how um, you have that that well-worn path that you normally take, and uh, by taking a moment, maybe you can find a different path. Right. And, if, you know, if we let our autopilot take care of this, then we find ourselves unhappy with where we are, and yet we programmed the destination. Mm-hmm. So... We put in the coordinates. You have arrived at your destination on the right. 
Right. Right? I mean, we did it. So, and we're unhappy with the results. Thank goodness we can change it by changing our input and directing the brain to build a different map, one of our choosing. The neuroplasticity of the brain allows for new routes and pathways to be built and the old ones to be pruned away, demolished. We need to grow them over. There you go. That's it. A new map, one that takes us to a destination we desire and where we can grow mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. This all starts with awareness, of which we have been working hard on the last few weeks. We want to be alert to what is going on in our minds and bodies because that is what's getting inserted into these neural maps. So let's pay attention. And with the awareness comes this, you know, making our intention known, what we've been talking about. The intention is the coordinates we're plugging in to program the next leg of our journey. So where do you want to go? I like that idea of, uh, we talked about last week when setting your intention that, you know, it's a general vibe and uh, language, how important language is, and keeping it positive. So it's like, I want the best route to get to this place. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we want the best destination and the best way to get there, mm-hmm. right? Smoothest, happiest, best sights, whatever, right? Right. That's what exactly. we want as we go there. No tolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of tolls. A lot of tolls. The intention is one of the experiences that we want very clear in our mind, right? And as such, through our awareness and choice, we keep it there, reaffirming to the brain that our destination is the same. A while back, we took a little side excursion from our work with couples in relationships to dive into this awareness piece. We determined it was a logical path to take as the discussions we were having were centered around each partner finding awareness of the other's triggers and illusions in order to break out of that critical loop. And it had become clear that the original premise that we can't find emotional connection with others without finding emotional connection with ourselves is very true. We kind of went through that and mm-hmm. can't deny it. And in order to do that, we need to cultivate our individual awareness, what is going on in our minds and bodies at any given moment. So I'd like to take it back to the interactions and relationships and, and see how this all fits together. And it seems like now is a good time. We've Introduced the finding awareness exercise, and we've worked through how important this individual awareness is for each of us personally. Now, can we take the individual awareness that we are working on into our relationships and continue this journey? So, I've been working with this couple for a few months. They both have realized they are stubborn. And we've worked hard on getting out of the critical loop by finding each other's triggers, right, to their illusions. 
those reactive behaviors and words that they so often use, we all use. And they've, you know, they've made some significant progress in an awareness of, of what these triggers are. You know, and, and, and most of the time with that awareness, it helps them de-escalate these any tense moments and, and get to the reparations before a huge explosion, right? Yeah, that's a lot of progress. Yeah, yeah they're doing okay. Yeah, it's been a few months. And it, it isn't, a, as, as, as we'll all find out as we work on this, it isn't like a, okay, got it, let's go on, right? Right, it's right. It's just not going to happen. So things had, go, had been going pretty well. But recently their lives became upended, you know, as it so often happens, by the kids going back to live school, right? Mm. He got handed a huge project to work, and she's been going to graduate school online, and now she has to do an on-site practicum, and that's become part of her daily routine. So lots of change with logistics at home and, and, and pressures and stress. Recently, he had a, spent a, a big part of an afternoon picking up kids at school, shuttling them to their activities. One of them had a doctor's appointment. And all the while in his head, he's got this huge deadline looming at work, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you can imagine what kind of movies he had going on in his head that day, right? The pressure and the stress. Sure. And um, he came home late in the afternoon and found... Her, the wife, his wife, sitting at the kitchen counter drinking a cup of tea. Oh, that didn't go over well. Well, the dirty dishes were still on the counter, and there was a pile of dirty laundry on the floor in front of the washer, and the dog was whining in her crate. Oh, yeah, that definitely did not go over well. So he got triggered to his reactive behavior, and he made some snide comments, and it didn't take long for the situation to get heated. She started crying, stormed off to the bedroom, slamming the door and locking it. Before long, he calmed some and followed her to the bedroom, you know, rationalizing his behavior through the door, telling her that they just need to talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Open up. And telling her, and, 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 and she's telling him, go away. They didn't talk to or text each other, except for family logistics stuff, for four days. Wow. Till we had their next session. That was the first time. And we're on telehealth, and they're in different locations in the house on separate computers. And I could tell right away, oh, my. Right? Mm-hmm. Something is not right. Yeah. He started. And he's very logical, and he's very apologetic. You could tell he'd been thinking about this a lot. And he explaining his behavior and what happened from his perspective. And it was way too matter-of-fact for her, and she wasn't having it. I could sense her anger through the computer screen. She told us his version is, is not what happened and launched into, you know, many times her go-to is, this is always what happens. Mm. He will never get this. I'm done with trying to fix this. And he can't understand this reaction that's happening because he had just very carefully laid out a plan for reconciliation, admitted some accountability, 
wanted to use this as a learning experience. You know, let's move on. Let's get through this. And then after stopping them both chipping each other, I asked for her version. So she had gotten home about 30 minutes prior to him and had fixed herself a cup of tea after having been emotionally crushed at work that day. She's a healthcare worker in training, and as she explained her day, I could barely hold it together. As she sipped her tea there at the counter, she was barely holding on. Wow. And he walks in. Right. There's always more to the story. Yeah. So, you know, let's not do blame or judgment here, right? I mean, this this could just as easily have been reversed, partners reversed in another situation, right? It's it's. I mean, we, we want to say, what a jerk, you know, whatever, but mm-hmm. it, it's just reactions. But what we can do is talk about awareness. Wasn't much of it going around that afternoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So certainly part of this has to do with being aware of what is going on for our partner when we're apart, right? I mean, that, that's part of this. You know, I think I really recommend to people do a couple of texts during the day to check in really helps, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it just does. Hey, babe, thinking about you. How's your day going? Text. And, and the replies are important too, right? There's not much connection when the reply is, fine, see you later. Don't forget to pick up the kids. Right, or right? K. Yeah, yeah, or K. I love that one. I, yeah, K. I get you that can't even do okay. Right. I get that one a lot. That's fun. <laughs> I do too, and I'm like, really? It's it's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're we're just not allowing ourselves the moment to reply, right? Uh, you know, the more of a reply like, "Oh God, feeling overwhelmed, stress going up, trying to manage it," or maybe it's. Oh, hon, it's an awesome day. Things going my way today, right? Even emojis would help. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the the eyes that are like, you know, feeling overwhelmed with like that. And, you know, it gives you cues then as to maybe what you're going to talk about later. Yeah, very much good. I, I have to admit, I don't do emojis and never have. They can be very helpful to illustrate because I find that communicating via text is very hard and you can not necessarily translate. Like, so if you're in a hurry, Mm -hmm. then it may not really convey. So if you, right, if you have like the, the eyes that are sort of like big saucers, then it's like, oh, you know, here's, here's my face as I went through the day. I, I, I can see that it does help with conveying. Uh, giving more of a context to the words, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe I should learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll have a lesson offline. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, we have a tendency to view the, the text more as an annoyance and not a bid for connection, right? A lot of times. We're busy. Oh, God, here's the text. What's he want? You know, 
trying to be awareness of, aware of the bid for a connection. <laughs> you know, we can also not want to get into it because we don't want a long conversation and someone trying to fix it, right? Right. But if we're open about what we're feeling, what is great to hear is, in a reply, is, uh, oh, babe, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, I'll have a big hug for you later and we can talk about it if you want. Love you. Right. We reach out with the bid. We listen to the reply from our heart and respond supportively. So I'm making too big of a deal out of this, I think, but, well, not really. I mean, Uh these are ways during the day to engage, to do a bid for connection, get a response back, a supportive response, you know, right, from someone you love. So, you know, it's a great practice to get into, I think. I think you can see that if something like this would have happened for this couple, there is a chance that things might have gone differently when they got together at home. Mm -hmm. There's a chance. It's going to be a lot easier to have the awareness to initiate a bid for connection like this if we have the awareness of what is going on inside us during the day. So we need to know what's going on inside us. Hence, the checking in exercise, allowing us to get out of the autopilot unconscious reactions, Mm -hmm. and look at what we've got going on inside of us. So if we're going to think about making a bid for connection with our partner, it's more likely to come from this space, right? We we have to have the awareness to think about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll see how she's doing. You know, those kind of things. But it certainly didn't happen that day, right? Uh, No. And, And it's not going to happen every day like this, but it's a good practice to kind of think about. So he had spent a greater part of the day at a high stress level, right? You can imagine the movies, we, you know, that he'd been going on in his head, right? Work and kids and they're arguing in the back seat and who knows, right? right? right. I mean, any fuse that he had left was very short. And the same was there for her, right? Her emotional fuse was very short. It was way down there. And neither one knew about the other's short fuse. And that's okay. We're not always going to know. But if we can be aware as we come into their space, Mm -hmm. that's important. But we can make this effort. And most importantly, we can know what's going on with ourselves as we go into those situations, right? I mean, if, if let's say, he had checked in uh, during the, the, the rough time he was having in the afternoon, the stressful times, if he had just checked in, you know, named, named the feeling or the emotion, put it into his reasoning brain, you know, made a choice like, you know, I'm oh, I can gonna... totally see this. Like uh, yeah. him saying, "Hey, hun, I, you know, I know I've got the kids and the doctor and that kind of thing. Unfortunately, my day isn't going to be over. This project is looming, right. and so I'm going to need to find some space to work on that because I'm 
getting a bit anxious about it. Right. And she could have said, I get it. I'm taking, I had a terrible day myself. I'm taking a few minutes to regroup uh, before you get home and, you know, the rest of the day has to start. Yeah. Now think about that. Just those little bit of connection there. I, I have a feeling that this wouldn't have gone where it went, at least as, as high or as an intense. You know, um, keeping that unconscious programming in check and out of the picture as much as we can. So then when we, you know, come home, when we encounter others, especially our loved ones, we've still got some fuse left because we've made a choice. Right. I'm not going to let this take over right now. This, I, you know, I'm getting angry here, stressed out. This isn't going to work. Calm down. Right. Remaining in awareness would have allowed him to pause before the reaction and sense her and then inquire with concern. It would have allowed her to pause before the reaction and sense him and know that you know, reasoning, he's not an uncaring person, right? Mm-hmm. In, in this case, it may have gotten a little edgy at first, right? Could have. But acting instead of reacting would have allowed for more caring responses and easier and quicker reparations, right? Instead, they went to the critical loop of triggering illusions. She triggered his, I have to do everything around here and it's never good enough. That's his illusion from his unconscious programming. And he triggered her, he never listens and always tried to fix it, illusion, from her unconscious programming. And from there, it's going to escalate, right? Here goes the loop, criticize, defend, withdraw. Mm -hmm. So fortunately, you know, we had a good session and we worked through it. They're, they're very intent on learning about all this and, and making it better. Finding the repair. And, you know, they have a sincere desire to move on. And they also know that it's a journey and they're going to slip up every now and then. That's true for all of us. Even when we're doing this work, we're going to slip. Something's going to happen. We're not. We're going to miss the awareness, right? I right, mean, right. it's just going to happen. But the idea is to get it back on track as soon as possible, right? And in this kind of a situation, what's important, you know, they're they're blowing up. They're in the middle of this. It just happened. Mm-hmm. They're escalating. The awareness piece at that time is so important for both parties to go to just. Go to a place, catch themselves, right? Oh, my God, this isn't going to go anywhere. We're doing it again. Mm -hmm. We, 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 rather than you, you, you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you can go to your corners. (laughs) You know, you, you can go cool off before it gets really bad and feelings get destroyed or, you know, terrible thoughts happen. And that's the awareness that I want to work on with them more, right, is being able, we're not going to get it every time. But how can we catch it as it's happening 
because at that moment when it's happening, it's all about you, 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 no, 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 yes, 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 mm-hmm. you no, 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 yes, 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 right? It's accusing and defensiveness. And if we can catch it in those moments in a we manner, oh, my God, hon, we're doing it again. Mm-hmm. It's tense, but we're doing it again. Anyway. It, this particular uh, situation resonates with me in that I used to very much have the, you know, I managed the kids. It was much more of a traditional uh you know, kind of role assignment mm-hmm. since I was at home. And if something wasn't done, then my head, you know, my trigger was, you know, uh, well, what did you do all day? You know, <laughs> yep. like he's at work and, you know, he's doing this and he's oh, doing yeah. that. And over time, I have gotten to a place finally where I'm realizing that, that that's the narrative that's in my head. I'm making assumptions about what Pete is thinking right. and he's not necessarily thinking that mm-hmm. and um you know but i'm just in this space where i immediately feel like i have to defend and meanwhile nobody's even like there's been no attack no right. arrows have been have been launched right. um you know so it's an, it's important it's like you need the the thing when you go to the emergency room and they give you the smiley faces and they say what's your level of pain you need <laughs> to have like a check in right where you can have a sliding scale of right. like, so what should I expect when you come home uh, today? <laughs> so maybe there That's needs, good. right? A little, like a relationship uh, scale. Well, and if you texted during the day or whatever, you know, kind of know what to expect a little bit. Right, exactly. Yeah. So Anyway, we got to we gotta stop. Okay. Uh, always so interesting. Remember, if you want to connect with Greg, you can go to KuiperCounseling.com. And if you want to do more of the awareness practice, you can do that by going to his YouTube channel, Connection Through Awareness, uh, with Greg Kuiper, by the way. Greg, (laughs) final thoughts? Hey, everybody. Just stay aware out there. See you next week.